Got last night's Baja Blast here. Ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> Baja Blast into a new year, Mavs. <laughs> Baja Blast the pain away. All this right. episode of Buckets and Beyond brought to you by <laughs> Taco Bell's Baja Blast. If the Mavericks hold an opponent to under 100 points, everyone in the crowd gets a free gets Baja Blast. Blasted. Gets, gets blasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh well that feels like a good place to start uh, <laughs> yeah introducing your friendly neighborhood mom mavs podcast uh i am you almost said mom <laughs> yeah i almost said mavs mavs Matt, mom. what is going on with uh, from- andrew hey <laughs> hey i think we're a podcast for moms we moms moms love us true, my mom true. loves me yeah we we're we're cutting into the the not it's a uh underutilized market in the podcast <laughs> realm you know uh anyways your friendly neighborhood mavs podcast uh i am your um interim co-host uh andrew the goon bennett joined by joined from the immaculate vibe studio by jay bonnie in the building what's up what's up jay how are you it's been a year since i've seen you <laughs> i haven't seen you since last year man yeah, oh my gosh it's been so long oh man just chilling bro just chilling the new year started uh you know like the the stock market crypto market's tanking right now uh that's been like the main source of my stress this year but that's right you got into crypto yeah yeah i've been yeah i've been in that i've been like i bought my first i was in that like 2017 bro so like i made a good bag off that so like i've been i've been way way excited about it and like yeah like it dropped like another like 10 11 percent it's it's taken a in the last hour it's, it's even kept diving even sharper so i mean oh my god a, I'm, I'm just trying to decide like when i should buy in like when i should when i should you know like, like just trying to set should I, should I stay or should i go yeah like reassess certain goals and like you got just certain decisions you got to make that are that might be big decisions it's like man that's been the main source of my stress on the maps end you know <laughs> uh not to not to tmi the 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 friendly neighborhood podcast here with with all this mm. crypto stuff but we could pivot to some finances we could do some finance episodes you know yeah i'm down i'm down to be honest like we get cuban on that might be something that gets his attention he says he only dms like the real the real mass fans you know like yo we are your friendly neighborhood crypto podcast <laughs> crypto it, and it beyond a, yeah yeah so I mean, hey man what, what new mavs and fts are coming out this week <laughs> uh, dude <laughs> Crypto is definitely beyond me. Uh, I yeah, I would say I have a passing understanding and knowledge of it, and everything that I understand about it makes me hate it more, uh, and makes me want to run. I'm yeah. My investment strategy is uh, extremely boring, and it's probably like a very 1950s esque of like just put it all in retirement put it all that's probably like, smart put, bro put it all in a hole 
put it all in this like in a box somewhere i mean not a box not a literal box but put it in the put it in the magic box in the internet that like makes more money yeah Um, which is really all investing is it's like hey give us your money and we will promise that in 30 years you'll have more money and we'll eventually give it back to you Um, yep Yep, like invest in the in the complex scheme, or like buy into the complex scheme that operates around you that like is just too big to even comprehend. Like who really understands that stuff, man? And and, and there's stuff going on behind the scenes. Like we don't have to get into real deep stuff, but Nancy Pelosi said some weird stuff about insider trading this week. I don't know if you heard about that, like 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 there's there's actors behind the scenes that are actually involved with these things that also have a hand in and how like crypto is unregulated man like there there are people with massive amounts of crypto that have impacts on the market like there's insider trading going on in all types of money markets and it's like like who could predict all this stuff and and that's that's not even factoring in like the actual economics of of like you know just businesses and stuff it's just, it's just crazy like it's, it's too yeah. complex and yeah but yeah if you buy in then yeah you'll be a, you'll be a part of it like you get your you know you get your dividend you get your little get your you certificate yeah yep yep you gotta like sign you gotta tell the government though you got at the end of the year you gotta like hey like just so y'all know too like i'm, I'm buying into the scheme so <laughs> yeah but crypto is interesting because it's like it's it's just uh it seems like nonsense to me but i'm still buying into it because of the hype really and like and just the return has been insane now if you look at how much it's gone up if you bought crypto then like it, I, I don't know like people hate on crypto people but there's a reason why some people are so excited about it it's because they got a big fat bag off that like and it's, it's uh it's interesting but it yeah. seems like nonsense because it's all just internet it's all just internet stuff like like would computers go down and it's it's hard to get it's it's not that it's not as liquid as it seems you know like and the mm-hmm. price has changed so it's so volatile like like what do you, it's not even real money like the dollar doesn't eggs aren't one dollar one day and then forty dollars the next day like like yeah. money doesn't do what crypto well, does it, it's, it's the it's the problem of any kind of money is money only has its value as long as people ascribe value to it and place value on it so if enough people around the world deem the american dollar as less worth what it is then it becomes less worth what it is um so currency i mean regular currencies which can buy you like milk and eggs uh i know mark mark cuban is trying to get it to where you can buy like tickets to maps games with crypto with crypto yeah. coin um <laughs> Keep keep working on that, Mark. Keep keep focusing on that. Uh, that stuff's work. encouraging to me, honest. I mean, that's only as an investor though, because it's like, okay, cool. Like I see, I see the it's Staples Center, the crypto arena. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, uh, I'm not, I'm not a big, I'm not as big as a jackass as I thought. Like, like maybe this is real. Maybe <laughs> it's validating for you. It's like, look, they're doing it too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, okay. I'm, 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 maybe my money's safe. Maybe, maybe. It makes, <laughs> it makes me happy because. Uh, it means Mark is spending less time focused on the team and maybe <laughs> other people can focus on the team more. Oh um, yeah. I know he's browsing those stupid NFTs, but like when, when you look into the NFT thing, I think it's a beautiful thing for artists because artists are literally selling. They're making a lot of bread off 
like just selling their art online and but yeah, it's not have even the, have this jpeg yeah they don't have to actually do anything i mean like they're doing the same thing they've been doing have but now PDF. it's just like yeah now they can put the pdf out there and they can sell it like it's a real and, it, and it's an actual like it's got its own little code like it's got its own little thing like you own that painting now and you can sell it to whoever and it's like i think that's great for the artist and even when they if you sell an nft after after you sell it to somebody if they sell it to somebody for like a billion dollars, you like the original artist still gets like 2% of that or like 1% of that or something. So like, even after they keep selling it after, like it's still, it still trickles back to them. So, I mean, like there's some things that are good about it. I think like that, that, that gives me, that's really the only thing giving me hope for it now. Like, cause here's, I don't think it's going to be a real money. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question for you. Uh, speaking of art and artists, would you buy an NFT of Dirk's retirement statue. For those, for our listeners who weren't aware, Dirk Nowitzki got his jersey retired this week, and they unveiled uh, a rather interesting statue that I think they unveiled like the miniaturized version of it. But that is yeah. going to be the statue that goes out in front of the stadium. Uh, would you buy an NFT of that statue? And maybe would you like to describe what the statue? looks like for our listeners okay this yeah is a podcast. so it's not a visual medium unfortunately right right we gotta we gotta give the whole we gotta paint the picture for everybody it's um it's it's dirk doing the iconic the iconic uh step back you know step back shot jump shot and um the ball it's not a ball in his hand like he's shooting it now now you know normal statues <laughs> they're shooting the basketball it's still in their hand because this is real life and you you have to construct the the piece within this physical realm so the ball is still on the statue but you know they're shooting the ball like like you're, you're there to watch basketball like you know what's going on and uh but in this statue there's three balls <laughs> um coming from dirk's hand and it's at like first, the, it's I loved like the it. Start of like the arc of his shot. And right, he does have yeah. a very like high arcing shot. Um, yeah. If you if you've ever seen anal beads, it's uh it's very very reminiscent <laughs> of uh yeah like, like, like even the even the the miniature statue that they unveiled like it 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 looks it looks very suspect. Just, it's like, just yeah, like, looking just looking for a, an image of this. I found an article by Central Track that says to top off Dirk Nowitzki's retirement, Mark Cuban announced a future statue of the All-Star will symbolize his greatness, but it pegs a question. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't even, I had just thought it was weird. Like, you know, anytime that there are balls or multiple balls in any scenario, there's going to be, there's going to be, there's going to be like the 14 year old in all of us. It's like, <laughs> that is, there are balls on that. Yeah. Um, even though they are very, they're very clearly basketballs and Dirk Nowitzki is shooting a basketball and he was one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Uh, but it wasn't until this morning when we hopped on this call and you said anal beads uh, <laughs> and i mean but i mean the reaction was almost immediate from fans of like this was great the ceremony was great this is perfect can we change the statue though yeah <laughs> fix the statue and i'm not sure a part of me almost wonders 
should there be should we go i liked the inventiveness of like doing the arc like doing like like you don't have very many statues that like very clearly are like showing an action shot yeah. or like are very clearly trying to show the motion of this object that like flies through the air um so more balls less balls do we need i think it's i think it's the weirdness of it's just three so it's just it's also just like the start of the arc but then to more yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i, I think three balls is okay because like three balls it could it's also symbolic it, it could be a you know three pointer you know like mm-hmm. the, the shot he makes three points from there it's like uh I, you know, I, I think you, you could you could allow for some interpretation with three balls that that that's, you know, at least believable with two balls. I think like two balls, you leave room for just too many. Like, yeah. I mean, we all come on, like we all know where we're going two balls. Like it's bad enough. We got Lonzo and LaMelo in there. Like like anytime they play on the same night, if, if they have a good night together, you're going to see like some headlines some tweets like you're, you're gonna see some goofs the balls go for a triple double yeah like two balls splash uh, like, you know, like yeah. you're gonna see just some some goofy headlines uh like the, the two balls is just too much one ball i think that would have been a safe pick um i actually think three balls are gonna grow on us any more than three would be crazy because at that point like Mm-hmm. Like people's like people's legs are spreading in the audience as they unveil that mid that little that tiny little trophy. They're gonna be like, "Oh, are y'all selling this in the shop now?" Like like like, it's, it's like at that point, it's like, "Okay, this is sus," and it's gonna look weird. It might I mean, break. Get an NFT. Vandalize. I I mean, you know, I imagine imagine a little dark statue up here on the on the on the mantle, <laughs> like next to you know on the desk. Yeah, a great a great paperweight, a great. uh great conversation piece right um, yeah at the, yeah, uh, in the living room um, i think it'll grow on us at the end of the day mm-hmm. i think i think when, when they put it up mark says it's gonna be big i hope he means it like if they make it if they did make it like the size of the statue of liberty or if they did some like really ballsy shit and like balled out on it like i think they should they didn't spend money on the on the on the um what's it called on the uh 10th anniversary like that you know the 10th anniversary of the of the championship. championship got canceled and i think they were i think they spent that bread on this on the ceremony uh, mm-hmm. this week but i don't know like i feel like they've been kind of cutting costs in certain areas saving some money here and there i hope that's not just going in somebody's agency. pockets and free or, agency is when they've been cutting costs yeah like i yeah for sure like all types of ways man but like I hope that money goes to the statue because that would be a good way to just if you make the statue huge, I think people would easily forgive it. If 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 you make a giant ass statue, I would love that, bro. If it's like you seen the giraffe on, at the uh, at the zoo, yeah, maybe the balls are there to make it taller than the giraffe. Ooh, maybe if, like, if it was taller than the giraffe at the zoo, I would like, I would, would love be it. The, it would be the tallest statue in the state if they. Ugh. They were like, mm, one ball that's going to be a little bit shorter than the giraffe. But if we yeah. add three balls, it's going to be, yeah. I'm a um, sucker for some big statues, man. I'm a sucker <laughs> for some big, big. Like when you look at it, you're just like, what the hell? Like, man, like you, you got to, anybody listening, you got to Google image some of the Buddha statues they got in China. Like they got some of the biggest statues. Like the biggest statues in the world are all in like China and all. Like, 
they're in China and they're giant statues of Buddha that are like so insane. I don't, there's some crazy statues out there, man. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm a sucker for some big statues. Make it huge. I think everybody will instantly forgive you. Uh, I think it'll grow on people eventually. Like, uh, give it some time. But it is definitely sus. And and they rolled the dice with it. They rolled the dice with it. It's not quite Cristiano Ronaldo uh, bust. It's oh, not yeah. quite that bad. It's um, they they don't have to redo it. I don't think. But well, and I think it's tough when like this is obviously a smaller version of what's going to be a much larger statue. And so like the smaller version looks a little wonky. Yeah. Or it just it looks a little scrunched. Um yeah, I I don't think they'll make it like a huge stat. I don't think they'll make it giraffe sized because I think part of what you want from a statue, especially if it's in front of the arena, is you want people like posing in front of it, like doing the dirk shot. You want people like you want people it you want it to scale to where people can like kind of interact with it a little bit. Um True. Good point. Yeah. Um, and I imagine because I mean, I, like, I remember like Nolan Ryan has a statue out at Ranger Stadium, and he's like human sized, so you can like go up and you can like pretend that you're like standing next to Nolan Ryan. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than the balls, like, love the. I mean, I don't think there was any chance that they weren't gonna do his shot. Like, it's yeah. it's it's on the court. It's. Uh, it's on memorabilia like you yep. can you can make it the nba logo what did you think about um was there anybody on the guest list that surprised you like guys who showed up for the game or for his ceremony that like that like oh yeah he was a maverick or like oh yeah he like <laughs> he played not, not totally and um not really. I mean, who 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 really was all? They had most of. They had a lot of the championship team there, like Marion, Tyson JJ Chandler, Barea. Yeah, and Tyson Chandler was a bit like I wasn't so say I was surprised, but I was like, oh wow, like I really I was surprised a lot of them were there. I was surprised there was that many former players and coaches there, to be honest. And and really the ceremony in general, like I was a little bit like I was like wow, like like I, I didn't realize they were gonna go this hard. And I was glad they did, but but you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, not really I was, like I was uh Karan Butler showed up and like hopped into the broadcast booth okay. briefly. And he he himself even said like I'm an assistant coach for like the Heat and we're in Portland right now playing a game, but like I'm skipping that. Like I'm I skipped out on my job. Like I called in sick to work today <laughs> to come to this thing, which like that was some impressive dedication. And he was a guy that only played with Dirk for like two seasons, two, three seasons. Wow. Um, but he same with uh, a lot of a lot of Mavs Twitter, particularly the female side of Mavs Twitter was going wild about Chandler Parsons being uh, being. Oh, Chandler game. Parsons. was OK. Yeah. Um, another guy who like you played here for like three seasons. Right. Um, but yeah. it was it was definitely nice um, to see all those people. Um, you know, give give Dirk his give Dirk his flowers as they were as they were saying. Yeah, um, it was beautiful. I thought it was great. Yeah, like somebody who was not there, particularly two people who were not there. People have started to, or I, I saw yesterday people kind of noticing. Oh wait, Don Nelson or Don Nelson like senior and Donnie Nelson are recently uh, 
our most recent GM before Nico Harrison, both were not at the ceremony. And Don Nelson famously like drafted Dirk, was Dirk's first coach. Um, and people kind of noticed that, you know, especially when like, I think Avery Johnson and Rick Carr, I don't know if they, I don't think they were, I don't think they were in attendance, but they both recorded videos for um, his ceremony and everything. What do you, what do you make of that? Do you think there's reminiscent bad blood between Cuban and, and Donnie from like the way last year ended? Um, was it just like, a, oh, oh, nobody really, nobody really thought. And they've, and Don Nelson has gone on record as saying like, we weren't invited. Um, uh, or like we didn't get, you know, oh, the invitation got lost in the mail. Uh, or, or like my assistant yeah. forwarded that to me. I don't know. Um, what do you, what do you think? Do you make anything of that? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a lot of, uh, I think it's a lot of, scandal man i think it's scandalous i think there's bad blood i think i think there's there's just kind of uh i think there was an ugly end i really do and i really think that he's probably on bad terms with the organization like and that's the because why else wouldn't he be there like i'm sure he's got great things to say too they had all types of they had all types of people that like i didn't even realize were a big part of like like they had like assistant coaches, like staff, it's like just random staff, uh, you know, having little messages and things like, and it's like, wow, like yeah, the fact that he's not there is crazy. I think that, I think that's kind of, uh, it definitely sends a message, definitely sends a message. Also sending a message is Rick not being there as well. Rick Carlisle said that uh, there was just scheduling conflicts and he couldn't make it. And I think that's like a load of barnacles. Cause like, bro, like you were there too man like and you you were the guy you were the leader with the leader like i don't know it's that that's sus to me too and the fact that he wasn't a part of uh all the celebration and you know i i really it'd be fun to go back and see how much how many times rick or don were even mentioned if any times during yeah. the whole thing or how many times they showed up in a highlight in a clip i can uh, i can let it slide with rick because he is a head coach of another True. NBA team right now. Yeah. So like, so like Karan Butler skipped out, but he's, he's an assistant. That would be, that would be like uh freaking Jared Dudley, like leaving a game. Yeah. Like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta go to my daughter's graduation ceremony or something like sure. Jared, like nobody cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Karan, you can leave. Like nobody, nobody's like the team isn't going to fall apart. And the team probably wouldn't fall apart if Rick left, but I feel like there's an expectation, you know. Yeah. There are yeah. certain days, you know, we as like regular, you know, there are certain days that I can't take personal day. I can't leave work. Yeah. Like I have to show up. Um, but Don, I I really feel like the excluding Don Nelson, like the head coach Don Nelson, is the more egregious thing. Partly because yeah. like Don Nelson was a success is is a Hall of Famer in his own right, um, and Donnie like regardless of like how he how the last few years went, he was still our general manager. Um, I could really care less if if Don if if his dad brings him as a plus one, which feels like how his whole career has gone. Like Don just bringing <laughs> along as a plus one, 
but it yeah it felt bad that like the head coach don nelson who like got dirk his start in the league like definitely i i don't think i don't think dirk gets the same like opportunity in the league if don nelson isn't the head coach saying like no this is going to be the guy this is our guy yeah um and to not have him attend when it sounds like he was like yeah it's just it's just wednesday night i'm free like and we know donnie is free like donnie like owns real estate or something like donnie donnie isn't doing anything he's not a gm for another team um so it it feels especially egregious for them because there's no there's no excuse that they can give there's no there's no cop out that they can give of like oh well you know we were super busy and there was a scheduling conflict no you're not you're both retired you're both retired you're like 65 year old man donnie or, or senior is like in his 80s i think but like, no, you guys are you guys are retired old men who do nothing but like smoke cigars and drink whiskey or whatever and <laughs> like own land. Yeah, play and, golf. Yeah. And Mark Cuban decided because I don't think I don't I think the one another thing that we have learned is like Dirk does not really have a mean bone in his body. And like Dirk would never I, I don't think I don't think Dirk even has it in his brain to think like, oh, don't invite that person. Yeah. Like, I don't think. Totally agree. I yeah. think he's, and he's also like, he's just, he's like, hey, just tell me what time to show up. And like, you know, I don't, he's not monitoring the guest list. So once again, Mark Cuban playing clown. Uh, yeah. On Dirk's big night. Anyway, so that's enough about non or basketball adjacent business. Uh, but we got some real basketball to talk about. Uh, last night, Mavericks won their fifth game in a row, won it in a pretty dominant fashion against the Rockets without Luka, without KP, uh, dropped 80 in the first half. Crazy. Reggie yeah. Bullock scoring in double digits, Josh Green scoring in double digits. Tim Hardaway Jr. dropping 19 on us. Jalen Brunson racking up 10 assists. Um, how, how are we feeling, Jay? Five five game winning streak. Man, we are, crazy. I believe we are fifth. We're tied for fifth or we're fifth in the standings again. Yep, fifth in the standings again. I think we're two games over five, two or three games over 500 now. And we've been just like kind of just hovering around 500 for about a month now, if not a little longer than that. When people started hitting COVID protocols, we were like, you know, we, yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were, we were on the way down. We were sliding down. 14, 14 and yeah. 15, 15 and 15. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, Josh Green having his career high game, him, him developing and becoming like an actual role player or at least somebody who like you watch him and you're like, okay, he'll be a role player. Like, that's been such a weight off my shoulders, man. Like that's been so exciting. And Jason Kidd's temperament's growing on me, man. Like, like he seems like a chill guy. He seems like the players like him. Like everybody's turning up and like, like vibes seem good. Vibes seem immaculate. They're winning games. No thanks to Luca, who, <laughs> yeah. Like I hate to, I hate to shit on our boy, but like, like what have you done for me lately, bro? Like Luca hasn't done nothing in the last month, really. KP's had some monster, monster games, but he wasn't playing last night either. 
So yeah, well, it was a, a time for everybody else to shine, but it, man, like, yeah, Tim Hardaway shooting, Reggie Bullock shooting again uh, on, a, on a rare, rare night. Decides he decides to be on. <laughs> Uh, it's great to see everybody clicking without without the other guys. If we could get wins like this, like against real teams and not like lottery hey, we, preseason teams. Yeah. Like, hey, we so we beat we beat the beat the Rockets last night by twenty four. Other game this week, beat the Warriors by seventeen. Yep. And held them to I think eighty two points. Um, you know, put. <laughs> put curry in a uh in a vice yeah uh, very so weird so these, curry have a terrible night yeah <laughs> these wins aren't i'm i'm usually one of the first people to go like mm, like yeah good job you beat the rockets by 20 like you did what you're supposed to do but beating the warriors in that fashion um that did impress me um yeah uh, another speaking of Josh Green, uh, let's see in the last five games in this winning streak. Well, really in the la- over the last like seven games, he played 25 minutes. He's played 16 minutes, 16 minutes, 26 minutes, 27 minutes, 26 minutes. Um, against against Golden State, he only played five minutes, but he's getting some run. He's getting some playing time, and. His plus minus in just about all of those games is in the positives. The dude is racking up assists. He's take like I think he's he's taking his shots when they come to him. He's not forcing anything. Yeah, it's I I think you hit the nail on the head with like of course winning like helps. Like winning basketball makes everybody feel good, makes everybody feel better. Um, but seeing Josh Green get a chance, get some run has been a really encouraging part of, I think, the Jason Kidd era. Um, yeah. And you heard it last night. Some people were pointing out uh, Tim Hardaway as soon as, like, Jason Kidd wasn't, was in health and safety protocols, wasn't on the bench last night. But Tim Hardaway immediately pointed out, like, no, we got to give all props to, to Kidd because we're listening to what he's preaching and it's paying off. Um, the defense is, like, top rated in the league and we we sure know that's not due to like any play by like luke or it's it's not because we have i mean during we have some like pretty good defensive players but we know it's not because of necessarily the defensive talent on the team all the time like it has to be it has to be scheme like some of it is is coaching yeah and um because this team is fairly similar to the one we had last year and we never played good defense. So, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Hearing guys talk about like, you know, buying into what Jason Kidd is selling, um, has been really encouraging. Um, obviously the three point shooting we have, let's see, we had a streak of five, six games in which we shot above league average. Uh, which I'm very happy about. Um, I'm pretty sure we shot above league average last night against the Rockets. We dropped 130 on them, so we probably shot uh, better than league yeah. average last night. We shot 45% from three last night. Yeah. So, I mean, the first like month of the season or month and a half or two months was very rough. The shooting was pretty terrible. Um, 
But, you know, maybe they were right. Maybe they just needed to wait until, you know, the shots start falling. And it's hard to argue with five in a row. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else that's impressed you over the run or anything that you're excited about? Uh, I mean, getting getting wins without KP and Luca feels unheard of last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not seeing us grind out wins with them without those guys and also seeing i mentioned this last week you weren't here but like kp had the highest scoring game for a maverick and um uh, in the last couple of weeks i forgot who i think it might have been against i, I want to say the wolves or I, I forgot who it was against to be honest but uh, he put up 34 points one night like, like kp has a monster monster games the games against the kings brunson had tremendous games like actual all-star all-star games and so, and yes, like seeing Josh Green step up, seeing how like we could wedge Marquise Chris into the, uh, and you know, like we're finding ways to get creative with these with these other guys that are really just scraps, but like like we're starting to wedge them into the rotation and like you know like like throw Moses Brown in there 10, 10, 15 minutes, you know, like like you know like just mixing people around and and, and getting the job done. Um, I, the game against the Nuggets was was cool because. Both those teams showed off their defense. I think uh, the Nuggets are real good at like just switching the right matchups and getting the right matchups together, uh, and just like playing off of people's advantages. I think uh, I, I think both teams did a good job of that in that game. But that was a real low scoring game. We won. We won that one, one hundred three to eighty nine. Uh, Jokic put up twenty seven. Nasha's put up twenty one. So like you know, big games for those guys, but. Big game for Nuggets defense and like huge game for Mavs defense too because um, I don't know that game just felt real scrappy and um, and real real it felt like a real chess match so uh, yeah like you brought up the scheme I think I think that's definitely something that we're kind of seeing um, pay off in this little run here yeah well and I feel like you know part of the reason that um, part of the reason like the three point shooting, I mean, three point shooting is huge in the league already, but part of the reason that it was so frustrating at early in the season. And part of the reason it's been so exciting now is because it's so closely, like, I feel like, I feel like in some seasons under the Rick Carlisle, like offense with Luca, with KB, you know, there were a lot of times where we could, we could score 115, we could score 120 it was similar to like the early 2000s Don Nelson era where like, you know, we're going to score 125. They, the other team might get 129, but we're going to score like 120. We're going to like, we're going to try and blow the doors off this thing. Um, and now we're not blowing the doors off anything. We, bl- we blew the doors off the rockets last night uh, for sure. But it feels like the shooting, like the shooting actually matters now because we're holding teams. We're holding teams to like, we're playing good defense. So now the only thing you need to add is make your shots, make your shot. I mean, it's make your shots and win games before there were a lot of times where like, good job. You made your shots. Guess what? We still lost. Like you made your shots. You shot 40% from three. Guess what? We still lost because we couldn't play any defense. And now it's simultaneously frustrating when we don't because there have been so many games this year where it was like, oh man, we played the Suns heads up the whole way and we still, we lost by six because we weren't making shots 
or we played the heat or we played this team heads up the whole way. And then we lost by 10 in the fourth quarter because we stopped making shots or we couldn't yeah. make shots. And it's the defense is keeping us competitive. The defense is keeping us in games and making games, you know, I think we can, I think we can stay with most any team in the league now because we're playing really solid, really sound defense. It's just a question of like, are Timmy and Reggie and Dorian Dorian's been shooting over 40% for like the last month props to Dorian. Yeah. Um, he's a tremendous. Yeah. yeah. Dwight Powell has looked a lot better um, recently. He's looked a lot better as soon as we got Marquise Chris on, on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe lighting a little fire underneath him. Um, so yeah, it's just all vibes are good. Crypto may be tanking. The Mavs are not, you know. Yep. Yep. Through your NFTs. The Mavs, the Ma- the Mavs are the sound investment right now. <laughs> Buy low, sell high. Facts. Facts. Well put. Well yeah. put. Um <laughs> well, I think that covers us for all basketball related yeah. stuff. Uh Jay, did you have any New Year's resolutions this year? Man, I'm I'm kind of working on a bit right now. I don't know if it's appropriate for the for the station. I might I might save it, but uh, <laughs> save, it for, save it for save it for buckets after dark. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna save like the I, I got like three minutes. I'm I'm working out right now. Um, so I mean like okay. Yeah, like stand up is kind of moving slow. You like and I got you know I'll be I'll be I'll be busy doing other stuff. But but keep on the lookout. I'm hoping to. My goal is to like drop a few clips and stuff once I get bit sharpened, and I got a few that I really should just like do something with. They're in the but, workshop. Yeah, I got I got one that's like kind of wild. I need to get off the jewel, man. But my thing is like, it, like going cold turkey is so tough and so stressful for me. So mm-hmm. like, what I've decided to do, I got an app, and 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 this is a real thing I've I've done this starting I guess about a week from from um, a week removed from new year i got this app called strides shout out to strides and i'm not hitting the jewel this podcast brought to you by strides yeah i'm trying to go nicotine free like from the a.m to lunchtime and and so like i'm, I'm gonna okay. do that if i could do that for like at least a couple months then i'm gonna upgrade it and like okay like now like try to go the whole work day without doing or like maybe like wait till the afternoon whatever whatever like i'm I'm trying to do small steps now see if that works i've had the same resolution nicotine free before and my record two years ago i went a month and a half into the year and i didn't do it and it was crazy i, I couldn't like i was like i was like wow like new year's resolution like maybe maybe i'll, I'll be the first person to ever like succeed at the resolution <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> of course like you know like just as the stereotype goes a month in i failed so like i'm tr- trying to trying to aim low trying to do, do something a little simple this year that's no, like I, that's really all i got <laughs> i know i can dig that for sure i think aiming low is the key to new year's resolutions Cause I think you got it right there of like, that sounds like a great idea of the, like, all right, we're going to, we're going to give myself five hours in the day where I can't touch it. Or I'm going to yeah. like, you know, the first, the first six hours of the day or whatever it might be. And we're just going to incrementally, the people, the people who fail at new year's resolutions are the people who go to the gym five times in the first week. And then are like, Oh wait, the gym kind of sucks. 
<laughs> like yeah yeah it sucks because you're going there every single day like scale back a little bit like do it once a week twice a week you know um okay no i can dig yeah. it well here's yeah. pod we support nicotine free uh pod also brought to you by nicorette uh, nicorette gum if you need to quit that um yeah i'll try the gum not for me but Maybe it's yeah. for you if you if you if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're listening, maybe you need that. It's hard to chew gum on a podcast. Um, yeah, that might be not, worse than me eating the, the jewel during the podcast, which yeah. I which I do a little too much. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe another resolution I need to adopt. But do you have any resolutions this year? I didn't really, and then I did, uh, and then I just decided again aiming low. I have yeah. a t- I have a ton of books that have just piled up like on my bedside table and on books that like I want to read or that I was like, Ooh, I've heard really good things about them. And I just don't have the time or really the, the desire to read. I have the, this thing has happened to me where like, I think because of podcasts, maybe podcasts like our podcasts, if you're listening, um, have made it to where like, I would rather like listen to a podcast and clean or listen to a podcast because I can do other things while I'm listening. Like I can, I can listen while I drive. I can listen while I'm doing the dishes. I can listen while I'm like out of the pool. And so the only times that I really read a book is if I'm like chilling in my parents' hot tub or like chilling at our pool at our apartment. Cause I feel like I'm doing two things at once. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm getting to like, Ooh, I'm relaxing at the pool. I have my beverage and I'm, and I'm reading a book. Like I'm doing like all of these, I'm doing three things at once. Um, but it's in the middle of winter. It's like 45 degree or 50 degrees out right now. The pool's not open. Um, so, uh, my resolution has been to clear out and read my backlog of books. Cause I'm, I don't want to be, I kind of have grown into that person of like the person who just like has books and like has books on the shelf where it's like, oh yeah, this, I heard this was really good. Have I ever yeah. read it? no um and there are several and it and it's and it's gotten so bad that like i don't ask for books for christmas anymore i don't ask for books or i might ask for like one because i know i have like 12 other books just sitting there like not doing anything um so that's my goal is to is to finish i think i've got a list of like it's only like a list of like 10 or 15 right now um but that that is my goal for this new year. I also have done the same thing with all of my movies. I've got a list of like all of the movies that I own that I just like bought at half price books or bought on the clearance rack. But yeah. I, have I ever have I ever actually seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? No. Have I seen <sighs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? No, I haven't. I just heard that they were really good movies and I bought them because they were two ninety nine, but I've never watched them. Um, yeah. So those man. are kind of my resolutions. Very not really for the betterment of myself. It's I mean, books can be they can be for the betterment of yourself, but not trying to lose weight, not trying to exercise more, not trying to read my Bible more. No. Bro, you ran a whole half marathon last year, bro. Like yeah, like you you could you could put up the uh you could put well, up the I exercise need to, well, I need to I need to keep I need to keep going because I cause uh the last time I did a I one I've developed I think some bad like plantar fasciitis or, or mm. fasciitis or I've like my feet are not quite right 
partly because my stride and my running form has gotten worse over the years, but also because like I am heavier than I was when I was in college. I'm carrying around a little bit more weight. I got that Luca <laughs> weight. Uh, and, and so I'd like to trim that down so I can run more and not like hurt. Yeah. Um, cause it, cause it definitely, you know, as soon as I started getting up in mileage, it was like, Oh wait. Yeah. Like I can do this, but my body is just going to hurt a lot more and it shouldn't, it shouldn't, you're, you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't be hurting from doing like simple, like running and bike, like if you're, you're doing it wrong. So um, I totally I, 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 fix that, but I'm not, I'm not focusing on that. That's a resolution. Just Bro, I'm going I'm to put you on the one for the book thing. I'm going to put you on to something. I've been on this for a few years now, dude. And I, I don't keep the subscription on and off, but like, man, they got to pay us for this, but audible, bro. Audible is the truth. Audible is the truth. I have an Audible library of like 150 books. Like, it, it, they kind of tax you. It's like like 16 a month, and you could buy uh, if you don't have a membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's only one book you could keep. But it's it's becoming more and more like a Netflix thing. They have more and more books on demand that with this subscription you could just listen to. And it used to be like they had two a month you could they in the in the Netflix like just browse. And they were like some like some trash like it wasn't no bestseller. It was like just some like underground, you know, like grassroots like like you know just some little thing that they were promoting. wasn't even no book on the shelves. Now they got like they they got fire. Uh, they got some, they got like, you know, of course, like all the, all the, um, you know, just literary classics, but they got like real bestsellers, real like books that you've, you know, books that you've heard of, mm-hmm. um, you know, they got your Dean Koontz and whatever, you know, whatever mainstream, your like John Grisham's, your James Patterson. Yeah. They got a lot of those. Yeah. Your, yeah. You know, man, Jody Picoult or Jody Pico, Jody Picoult, Jody Pico. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how to say your name. <laughs> Nicholas, your Nicholas Sparks. Yep, yep. Your, like, your, your uh, Lee Childs. Um, yeah, all the heavy hitters, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, like they're, they're bringing the bangers to the on-demand thing. So, like, it's I actually mean, worth it for it. And I and mean, you only get one that you could pick out a month. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I read, you, I knock out, like, a book a day almost. And I, I'm big into some of the self-help books and some of the, uh, um, uh, like there's just some like just kind of spiritual books and you know just books about just improving yourself or whatever like uh, some of those have actual replay value and, and it it's it's the same thing as getting a podcast but yeah books are just reading a book it is so much better than hearing a content creator who's read the book like like give their perspective on it. at least from my ex from my experience, I've I've heard a lot of content creators, and then like I've lived life, and I'm and I've thought back, like, wow, why was I watching that jackass so much, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> or why was I listening to that podcast so much, like that literally made my life worse because like whatever, whatever. Yeah. I've had that experience before, but like with books, you have not more, with this like, podcast. Your life will materially <laughs> get better if you listen to buckets. One hundred percent, yeah. Like, no, this is pure pure listen, health. Listen for financial uh financial wealth and prosperity in twenty twenty. <laughs> We're bringing yep. that to you, listeners. Um, yeah, I might have to give Audible or give the audiobooks a try because I've been kind of a little stuck at like a little curmudgeonly and like, no, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read old, the old-fashioned way. Um, that's that's a myth. That is a myth. Yeah. You, you will retain the books 
better with well, audible yeah, on god like I, like people don't people think it's I, i'm sure there's science on this but yo i think that you get i think that you get it better with audible <laughs> yeah well i real well i i realized that i probably needed to pivot to it because when the pandemic hit i read a little bit not a ton like i read a little bit more but i realized that podcasts like they take up they like eat so much of like that time and that space um because like i listen to some podcasts i listen to a lot of like dnd podcasts which is kind of like listening to a book but it's just people like talking and goofing off and doing imaginary things but like i list some of those like it was like twenty thousand minutes in a year or like you know 400 hours that like was devoted to like a story it's a different story it's not a book but was listening to a story kind of um and I was like, man, I really need, like, I really need to reclaim some of that time for the books that are sitting just like on my shelf. Um, so yeah, maybe Audible, Audible, if you sponsor our podcast, I will get an account. So yeah. look, and that means I would be paying you fifteen ninety nine a month. You'd be paying us like pennies on the dollar. Mm, sounds like man. a deal. Sounds like a deal to me. We need to get we need to get that audibles thing so they can give us free audible. I'm, okay, we're we're sending them an email after this for like like dead ass. I'm I'm emailing Audible right after this. We're getting that sponsorship because yeah, like I'm trying to put I'm trying to put my mom on it. My mom just retired. I'm like yo, like get on Audible and she's got the same thing. Like that's not real reading. Like da 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 da. And I'm like you don't read anyway, and you listen to podcasts. Like like yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. you're gonna find that it's the same thing. You're gonna find it's the same thing, and and you're getting information that like is maybe better and if you read i mean now for fiction it is kind of tough i i find myself listening to chapters like two or three times before i move on to the next one in fiction and it's just because i'm doing it while i'm listening while i'm doing something else mm -hmm. and I, I also crank the speed up i listen to it like like one like one, one and a half speed yeah. one and a quarter speed like like i'll crank the speed up a bit just so you can get through the books quick but yeah like for fiction it's a little tougher for nonfiction. it's it, it's it's amazing. Like I cannot recommend it enough, bro. Like they gotta pay me eventually. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna get the audible bag. That's we're gonna. That's it. That's all. That'll be our uh, yeah pod new, our pod, uh, new year's resolution. resolution. Uh, a, a year that might be a tall order, but uh, <laughs> eventually <laughs> we'll see. Um, well, that's that's <laughs> that seems like a good place to start for us today, uh, listener. If uh, you can find us on Instagram at Buckets Beyond, or no, you can find us at Twitter at Buckets Beyond and on Instagram at Buckets and Beyond. Uh, we have been your hosts for today. Ben will probably be back with us next week. Uh, and yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for listening. Yep. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>